Welcome to the homeschool planning period. You just heard the theme song for the Tubaco Metzger Homeschool, Young, Gifted, and Black. This, this is a Jamaican version sung by Bob Andy and Marcia Griffiths. My parents sang it to me and my sister, and now I sing it to my children. We dance and sing it in our house. It really just, it just pumps us up. <laughs> this is Temu. And this is Kim with tips, tools, and tricks while quarantine teaching in 2020. Today, we were supposed to discuss all the different methods of homeschooling. However, in light of what is taking place in the nation right now, we're going to focus on our method, the method of black excellence. Yes, regardless of the way you choose to homeschool, whether that be hybrid, unschooled, virtual school, one room schooling, as a black person, there is always the extra element of excellence that we must include. Now, I was raised in Jamaica, and my parents instilled the importance of education and hard work. I moved to the States right before my 17th birthday for college, and I feel as if I've been learning how to be black in America ever since. My biracial husband moved to the States from Africa when he was eight. He said that he realized that he was black when he moved here. Now, there is something about America that just amplifies your blackness. Mm Mm-hmm. My first scare while raising our children came in February 2012 with the death of Trayvon Martin. Our sons were only eight and three. I realized that in addition to the usual work 10 times harder because you're black speech, I had to include some other talks. These talks are open and ongoing discussions and unfortunately are happening just too often. Uh, Yes, Um, these discussions are happening very often at the Melton House as well. And we are so sorry about the deaths of George Floyd, Ahmaud Aubrey, and Breonna Taylor. Yeah. I was raised in Michigan and from a very hardworking family. In fact, both of my grandfathers did the work of journeymen or skilled trades at different plants for Ford Motor Company. They never got the title or the pay because of their race, but I grew up watching them work really hard. They were creative and inventive, and I loved hearing stories of how they fixed various manufacturing problems at work and saw them be really handy at home. My parents instilled the importance of being disciplined as well as creative to me and my brothers. And so when my husband and I decided to homeschool, we knew we would instill the same values in our children. Exactly. So the hybrid school that our kids attend, we get weekly assignments, and that would also include optional work. We would often tell our children, it's really not an option for you. Um, They would have to get accustomed to doing above and beyond um, and just get comfortable with working hard. Let that be your norm. Uh, They know how many hard workers are in our family, from their great-grandparents to both sets of their grandparents and to us, their parents. We encourage being outstanding especially since we are black. So absolutely. And, and even when the kids have challenging subjects or projects, we always encourage them to push through any fear or even tears that they may have. In addition, mm-hmm. we encourage them to develop friendships with the many different kids that they encounter um, in their classes, in their, on their sports teams, in their other activities, in church, and in the neighborhood. 
And so we want them to get to know the other students, be involved, and always be a friend who challenges, builds up, and doesn't tear them down. That, that's so good. Teachable moments on how to be excellent in academics and relationships, which can carry over into their workplace when they become adults. So, yeah, my husband serves in state government and has been able to um, expose our children to the process and many of the people who make policy decisions for our state. And mm-hmm. policy change can ideally be made when we understand the makings of good policy and how to navigate the relationships and appropriate systems to get that done. So we've been having a lot of discussions on the importance of using their education, my kids using their education and their gifts to be a strategic voice for change. Yeah, and there is a lot of room for change. Um, Although excellence in education can be a key ingredient in being in the room where it happens, Mm -hmm. Policy change alone will not solve society's issues. We must all be empathetic and also teach our children to be empathetic. Now, empathy is very powerful. It's the ability to understand and share someone's feelings. Mm -hmm. When a person goes through injustice, of course, they feel it. They're going through it. However, when anyone goes through injustice... We should all feel it, and we should all be disturbed. Hmm. 1 Corinthians 25 and 26 says, There should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Hmm. Now the world is grieving, grieving for the injustice or disregard perpetrated upon black individuals in particular. Many people are now coming together and protesting. Yeah, and and many different people, right? So different races, mm-hmm. different socioeconomic backgrounds, um, just different people in different positions, and so that gives us hope that there's that there actually will be a change. Absolutely. But most importantly, we need to really focus on our heart, and hearts need to change. Yes, definitely. We need our children to be thoughtful, confident, passionate, as well as compassionate citizens who are able to communicate effectively to make huge contributions, either on a global scale or even in their own neighborhood. Now, this is our prayer for our children as well as your children. And as usual, we don't have all the answers, but we do have hope and some suggestions in our list of seven. Number one. Have healthy, age-appropriate discussions about what is happening today with your children. So you can center these discussions around different points of view, including race, economic, and historical context, and encourage empathy. Number two, Mm -hmm. make sure your children know the importance of voting during all elections, not just the big ones. They need to also be counted in local elections and take Mm -hmm. them with you when you vote. Number three, commitment to your community is very important. More is caught than taught, and your children should see you serving, mentoring, and working in the community. And if you choose to participate in rallies or protests, take your children with you. Number four, push your children to do a little more than what they want to. The discomfort will promote growth in a healthy way, and this not only includes their academics, but also them getting to know and serving others who are not in their immediate circle of influence. Number five, 
Incorporate books in your curriculum that promote learning about black heroes and black excellence in addition to books about other races. A great website is embracerace.org. The resources link has 26 books for children that can spark conversations. So thank you to Chico for sharing that with us. Number six, watch age-appropriate documentaries explaining America's past. Sometimes the truth can be ugly and it may hurt, but knowing that reality is best to encourage deep thinking, understanding, and even to provoke some good family discussions. Number seven, if you don't already have one, make sure you have an uplifting theme song for your family and dance to it. Thank you, Kim. I absolutely love those. Um, Please email us with any questions you may have at quarantteaching2020 at gmail.com, Q-U-A-R-A-N-T-E-A-C-H-I-N-G 2020 at gmail.com. Go and follow and like our Facebook page at the Homeschool Planning Period. And we are now on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle for Instagram is at homeschool.planning. And Twitter is homeschoolplan, the number zero. Uh, Go and follow us. And finally, don't forget to check out our website at thehomeschoolplanningperiod.com. Well, this episode is in the books. Until next planning period, keep washing your hands with soap and be the teacher you want your child to have. This episode is dedicated to our parents, Tony and Emmy Loires and Claude and Patricia Miller. Thank you for our foundation. Be young. Be young.